I'm Lara. And I'm Anna. Welcome to LA World. We don't know where we're going, but we know it's going to lead to world domination. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you something really cool that I really noticed today was it was probably my worst day of the month and it was the best day compared to three month old, like three months ago. Does that like my now worst day was my then best day? Are you talking about from a financial perspective, or you're talking about how you feel, or how in I, what context? How I'm pr- like showing up, how the level of power that I have, mm. despite maybe a little bit uh, off in terms of your present, yeah. in terms of how you delivered and showed up today, how I delivered, how Got I showed you. up, how I am, how I innovate, how I see things, how Isn't I mentor. That fascinating that I'm still. On my worst day, uh, the the best version of me from a few months ago, which is such an incredible depiction of, of the journey, of the growth is like, you know what, even though I've been feeling off and I'm moving through a lot and I've been challenged by different things that are being triggered, I'm still showing up. And you know what, that's something that I really got like integrated deeper today was leaders show up not just because somebody is following leaders show up despite whoever may be following because they commit to showing up and I've committed and you've committed to showing up and yes it's hard yes we may be you know tending to a broken heart or a tender heart or not feeling our best and feeling a little bit off we still show up And hey, we talk about it. We talk about it to the people that we trust and can confide in who can receive us. But at at the end of the day, we've been so, we're moving through so many worlds of, I have every excuse to run away into the opposite direction and stay in my hole, but I'm choosing to be seen in my imperfection, in my messiness. And I think that's been probably the most healing thing for me. I also said this yesterday to a client, I said, I know what it's like to feel that you need to live up to a perfect image of you. But you know what I call that? The perfection prison where you feel that you can only do perfect. That's a prison. And I do not want to live in that prison. I did where I was like, everything's amazing. We both didn't for a long time. It's it? It is. It's doing yourself and everyone around you such a disservice yeah. by operating from that paradigm or from that prison as you've just like expressed, which I love that phrase because it's so true. And I think the fact that you and I have decided to show up and honour every single one of our commitments this week, like this has been one of the hardest, most you know, energetically off weeks that I've had in a very long time. And I thought about it and I was like, should I cancel my whole day today? Should I cancel every appointment, every commitment that I've made? And I was like, no, I'm still going to show up and I'm still going to honor every single commitment that I've made, even if I don't show up perfectly, even if I show up and I'm not on and I'm not producing my best work and I'm not perfect. It's like, I still showed up and that still counts for something. Well, I think it's also just really healing to hear that you have off days because, I again, social media on the outside, we may look as if we've all got it together all the time and we feel amazing. 
And like, we do not, like we have off days, we have days where we go, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I had a day today where I was like, I want to freaking quit and buy a ticket to some beautiful tropical island and just be on a beach and not worry about all my responsibilities because it's all feeling a bit too much right now. And like, that's actually a normal part of the journey. And I'm so grateful that I have you because I feel like, again, you're such a cornerstone of being able to hold me as I go through all of this and then almost like help me gently remind me that I've got this and everything's okay and it continue expanding me and sometimes it's so it's so funny sometimes you're off and I'm on sometimes you're you're on and I'm off but sometimes we're both off and whatever kind of dynamic it is we we just seem to be there for one another holding each other loving on each other and going I so understand where you're coming from and Mm. it's all going to be okay. I think that is one of the greatest gifts that we have in this friendship is allowing us to be all that we are and also recognizing and appreciating that this is part of life. You know, everyone is going to go through difficult days, difficult periods in their life and that's okay. I think what is really comforting is having you there irrespective of how good I feel or how off I am or anything in between, I think it's just actually honouring that we are human and we do give a lot of ourselves to others because we are truly committed to the work that we do. And with that does come a certain level of responsibility that you and I take very seriously and we are still human and we do still have feelings and we still want to succeed and we still get frustrated when things don't go our way and it's okay to have all of those experiences and it's okay to be like you know what today was really not a good day for me my week was really not a good week and it doesn't happen all the time I feel like a lot of the time I actually do feel pretty good but this week has highlighted to me that despite it all, despite all the things that I do to make myself feel really good, sometimes I'm still just not going to feel good and that's okay too. And that's okay. And we've got the tools to work through it. Yeah. Like we both do the work individually and we're both really responsible for the triggers that come up and the emotions that come up and the feeling of whatever we have to move through, we move through it, you know, and today it was like, literally I had to just sit with it and go, all right, you know, this is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I'm scared. I want to run away. I want to quit it all. And I'm just sitting with it. And, you know, we can, we can go into why, but it's all usually related to like some part of your little girl is afraid of, you know, getting it wrong or being rejected. And maybe that happened in the past. And for me, it was very much like that. I'm like, okay. And I, I know what to do. I know what questions to ask. I know how to journal and even though I know it's still challenging and I still want to, you know, run away from it. But I think that's one of the most beneficial things of this relationship is we see each other move through things. We see each other take so much responsibility and be such powerful leaders that, yeah, we're friends, but we're also like individually such powerful women that we come into the relationship going, this is what I've got going on, but I'm not like just venting and complaining to you like I'm really responsible you're really responsible and then we both are clean in the dynamic and consequently we move through it 
eventually. Maybe for me, it'll be hopefully by our Monday morning walk. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, you know what? Even if it's not by then, that's okay too. You know, I think Mm. there's a real beauty in honouring ourselves and honouring the inevitable bumps along the road. And it's okay to have periods where we don't feel okay. And I feel like what I would really hope that people get out of this episode is just giving them the permission to still show up imperfectly, giving them the permission to know that by putting yourself out there, by having these big visions, by having these big goals, by wanting to make a massive impact in the world, there is a very difficult part that comes to that. People do rely on you to show up a certain way when you do show up to something as you've expressed you had a a call today that you had to be really fully present for and be fully on. And I have no doubt that you literally went inwardly and pulled out every little ounce of you that could shop and no one else would know the difference. You know, like, I think that's the other thing. It's like, we know what we're capable of. So we know when we haven't put in a hundred percent, but our 80% or even our 50% is probably still amazing for someone. Yeah. And I think the biggest sort of meta frame that I come from now is like, I uh, there's no such thing as getting it wrong. I can't get it wrong. If I genuinely do what I can in any given situation and I still muck it up and I, you know, fumble over my words or I say the wrong thing or I just, you know, get it all wrong even then I'm still okay. Cause you know what? I, I did my best. I tried and that's all I can ask for. And I've just become radically compassionate to myself. And even when I go into that, like, Oh, did I do enough? I go, "Mm no, I'm just going to breathe. I'm going to slow down. And I had this really funny moment. I've had such a funny big week, but (laughs) it's been insane. (laughs) I had a, I did an Instagram live and, um, I had this like comment this person comment on my Instagram and they like kept commenting. They were like, Anna, what's your favorite book? Anna, are you Russian? Anna, I'm from Slovakia. Anna, and like just kept commenting. And I was like, you know, I'm like saying my thing and then I'm seeing the comments and I'm like, oh, and I can, I can sense myself start to get flustered and go, oh my gosh, this is like, I'm, I'm getting derailed. And then I went, took a deep breath. And I, I said on the Instagram live, I'm not taking questions right now. I'm going to carry on. Oh. And I just kept going. And it was so funny because I could see myself going, oh, mm. oh. And then I went, Mm-mm. gently come back. Yeah. Breathe. I'm not taking questions. Enforce the boundary. Kept going as a queen. And I was like, it gets to be this easy. As the queen mm-hmm. that you are. <laughs> that is so good. And well, then I blocked him afterwards because he was being really creepy. And I was like, no, um, don't need that energy. We don't need that energy. No, we don't need that energy. I, I'm so grateful that you've shared all that you have in this episode because like we said at the start, this is not what we intended on talking about, but we committed to being real, vulnerable and open and transparent through our journey. And that this is the this is the difficult part to what we do. And we want to talk about it because there's no hiding. There's no running from it. Whether we choose to talk to talk to it or not, it's still there. It's still present in our lives and it's going to continue to be present 
in our lives. So how do we honor these parts of ourselves? How do we honor these experiences, allow ourselves to feel however Mm. we need to feel, Mm. not bury our feelings down and pretend that they never existed? Or we're like robots that always have it together because we're not. We're not. You know, we're human beings. We go through stuff. We move through it. And then we will come out on top as we always do. So maybe not immediately, but eventually Eventually we get get And I think, again, the the relationship and having someone like you has been so fundamentally powerful for me because I know that when I'm not as communicative, you sense that something's off and, and vice versa. And it's like just having that person who's like, you know what, she's going through something. You don't come and fix me. I don't come and fix you because there's nothing to fix. But we just trust that we're going through our process and eventually when we're, we're kind of come back through – when we're still in it like we are today it's almost like okay let's have a conversation let's normalize it go and oftentimes we have that conversation and we're like oh my gosh me too Mm -hmm. I feel the same way or I've been through something like that and again shame lives in secrecy so if you are feeling that you are going through something that's like really like intense or hard or challenging or like you're the only person like honestly speaking it to someone who can receive it whether it be a friend or a coach or a mentor or a psychologist will help you just take that out and it won't have power over you you know for me again as I said feeling like oh my gosh I don't know if I I'm good enough I don't know this and like all of these are illogical thoughts but they're 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 true my truth in this moment being able to speak them to you it's like okay well actually that's not true now I can see things a little bit more clearly and now I can Oh, I can breathe a bit more. And now I feel a little renewed sense of inspiration to keep going and having that moment to go, you know what? We can't expect ourselves to be 24 seven, go, go, go. And I think this, our social media, our society as it currently stands really does glorify the hustle mentality. And I know, and here's the thing, I know a lot of these entrepreneurs who have been wildly successful and Lara, they are not happy. And I, I think I shared this story maybe with you on another podcast or I don't even know, in a, in a conversation with you. But the conversation that I had with my dad, who is 62, who is only now kind of going, you know, I'm, I'm starting to enjoy my life a little bit more. And I'm in three years time when I retire, I know I'm going to really able to enjoy myself. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this society really does push people or like tell them that you've got to work really, really hard. And it's almost like your joy, your fulfillment is reserved for your retirement. And when I realized that that conditioning was really prevalent within my dad, I looked within and I went, oh, I've been living in that narrative as well. I only feel temporary satisfaction when I produce and then it's on to the next thing. And I'm not willing to compromise on my happiness or reserve it for my retirement or reserve it for fleeting moments in between. I want it to be the baseline. I want it to be the bare minimum. I want to be happy. So that's so crazy to ask for. And so because of that new value, I center myself in decisions around, okay, I could be making a lot more money, but is it worth my mental peace? Is it worth my relationship? Is it worth my time with you? Often no. And in fact, right now I'm not willing to compromise or sacrifice any of those things because that's what brings me joy. And when I really accepted that, I've started becoming, doing less, 
but yeah, being so much more effective and I'm more present to things and I'm in, in a weird way actually innovating and growing more rapidly because it's almost like I do what I do. I love what I do. I'm f- fully present to it and I'm not trying to stretch myself so thin, trying to keep up with all of it because what is it all for really? A bit more money? Like, mm, no. Yeah, I think it's such an important conversation to be had because I'm a really big believer in designing our life and being really intentional about the life that we create. And even by not being intentional about the kind of life that you create, you are defaulting to somebody else's idea, somebody else's programming or framework about what your life should be. And I don't know about you, but like, I want to be in control of the kind of life that I choose to live. You know, I want to be the one who's sitting in the driver's seat when it comes to that and having a certain level of intentionality about this is the way that I want to live my life. And this is the way that I want to build my business and cultivate these incredible relationships and building self-care and building time to enjoy my life while I'm doing all of the things. And I think that society does have a funny way of making us think we have to grind so hard only to take, you know, two-week holiday at the end of the year and then rinse and repeat and do it all again next year or work really hard throughout your career and then save up all these travel plans for your retirement, which is probably at the time that you have less of an ability to perhaps enjoy some of the things that you would have been able to do in your youth. So, I'm all about like, how can you intentionally create a life that you are obsessed with? And And don't need a holiday from. Yes. Mm. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to have difficult things come up. We've shared that this is part of the journey, but it's how can I design how I choose to spend my time? How can I create a sense of awe and wonder and adventure in my day-to-day life. And I really made that shift from waiting to, you know, have a holiday at the end of the year to building in things like self-care and joy and fun and awe into every single day. You do that really well. I really do. Mm. I really do. And the result of that is I've created a life that I love to live. Mm. And I'm like, I feel like even that is just going to have so many different iterations as life goes on. And I think that's why we kind of baseline, even though, yes, we have challenging days, challenging weeks, challenging months, it's almost like, and in the same way, we've got also other spaces that we can go to that can kind of give us that it's okay. We've got reprieve. I've got the safety. I've got the comfort because we've built our life, not just in one area, i.e. our business that gives us that gratification, but we've got these beautiful friendships that are nourishing. We didn't compromise on that. We've got our health routines and routines that make us feel really, really good. And so it's not like we've put in all of our eggs into one basket. We're really, we've designed for beauty in our life. And so yes, whilst I am experiencing a bit of challenge right now in business. Oh gosh, my relationship is awesome. Oh gosh, my friendship with you is awesome. And that I think guys is like so important. And I I really, I've heard so much sentiment from the likes of like Gary Vee and, you know, these big entrepreneurs where it's like, it's just all about finding, like just grinding and hustling and all of that. And I just... I, I don't know how much if we were to scratch under the surface, if there's 
genuine joy and happiness. Because if we were to strip away all of the things that have made them that successful, would that person be genuinely happy? Maybe, maybe, I don't know. But it's 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 one of those things that, anyway, I can't comment, but I, I feel like r- right now life for me needs to feel satisfactory even when money's not coming in, even when I'm not getting millions of followers on Instagram. Like all of that has to just not not be based on my happiness. My mm. happiness is based on me waking up, being alive. Like, oh, We have to take radical responsibility when it comes to our own happiness because that is not the responsibility of anybody else. And I feel like this is a fatal mistake that I see people make is that they bank or count on their happiness coming from someone like a partner or someone like a friend. And it's like, that is such an unfair expectation to put on someone when really the onus is on you. And I feel like once you actually take that ownership for yourself, that's when you have the power to take control of your own happiness. And whether it is investing, you know, putting all of your eggs in one type of investment, whether it's only real estate, all of your money in only cryptocurrency. I feel like that's a fatal mistake just as much as it is when it comes to creating your life. If you're putting all and all, all of your energy into only hustling and building a business and completely neglecting your health, your happiness, your relationships, then what happens when, for example, the market crashes and your whole business comes undone and you have nothing else in your world going on? So I really believe at taking a very holistic approach to life and looking at every single facet of my life, everything from you know, the investment that I make in my growth to my health, to my physical health, my mental health, my relationships, finances, like all of these things are areas to look at. And ignoring one of them is not going to make it grow. It's not going to cultivate something amazing. Just like anything in your life, you have to pay attention to it. You have to water it. You have to look after it in order for it to really grow into something beautiful. And I feel like we have a tendency to ignore certain facets of our life, but that's really to the detriment of ourselves. Yeah. And it's not to say like overwhelm yourself by trying to figure it all out all at once. No, you can't do it all at once. You can't. It it totally does not work. It has to be like lay the foundations. Lay foundations, you know, it's a balancing act. It is a balancing act at times where, you know, sometimes you'll be really gratified in one area and in one area is perhaps not performing so well. So it's an opportunity to, when you're in like good place in one area, okay, now you can sort of step away and look more towards another. And I think it's just about the patience knowing that, yes, eventually you can have the maximal enjoyment in all of those areas, but it does take time. And it's not always, again, you can't maintain that incredible 10, 10, 10 in er every Mm. area of your life. Sometimes you're going to have to be with, okay with, oh, it's a seven right now or it's a six because, you know, I've had to kind of- You have to compromise sometimes. And there's different phases of Mm. life as well. Like I really believe that there's a a phase to do the hustle thing. There's a a period in our life to do all the grinding and that's when you're building. And I believe that, yes, you do need to perhaps compromise 
or not pay as much attention to other areas when you're in Mm. that phase. But then when you've built that to a certain level that you can take a little bit of a breath and it's like, okay, cool. Like what are these other areas of my life that need attention? And I think that if you go through your entire life only focusing on one thing at the detriment of everything else, then you're going to live a very unfulfilling life. Oh, yeah. And it's asking why are you avoiding that area? Because often we go to the area that is doing really well because it's, again, it gives us a feeling of importance. It gives us certainty. It gives us a feeling of accomplishment. And if we're, say, for example, a lot of um, clients that I work with struggle in intimate relationships because intimate relationships that one area of your life that you see so much of yourself in and it's so (laughs) uncomfortable. So often a lot of the entrepreneurs that I work with are really invested in business and they don't spend a lot of time there because, well, there's pain in relationships. So there's an opportunity for us to look at, okay, well, why am I not choosing to not look at that area as much? Oh, because there's pain. Okay, well, if there's pain, then let's look at that. Let's do something. Let's be productive about that because it's only going to get harder and harder and spiral more and more if we neglect it. And so that's what I would say to, to everybody is, you know, either get assistance, get a coach, get a mentor, or start asking yourself the big questions. What am I avoiding here? What pain am I trying to escape from? What am I afraid is going to happen if if I actually look at this? And and that's just going to start to unpeel the, the layers of the onion to start helping you regain, reclaim your power because every area of your life that you don't choose to empower, you will be overpowered in. Because again, it's like if you are just giving responsibility to the other person or to something outside of you, you're eventually going to get course corrected by the universe, sometimes pleasantly, sometimes not so. And you hope it's not, it's it's the pleasant type. And, you know, that's up to you. So again, what you were saying, radical responsibility. It's like, oh, I'm avoiding and I'm choosing that avoidance behavior because I'm getting something from it. Mm. And so it's like looking at that and going, well, what's underneath my behavior? That's a really, really important self-awareness practice Mm. that will. I feel like we have covered so much (laughs) ground in this episode, considering that we just wanted to talk about the bad weeks that we have. (laughs) I mean, this is just what happens with you and I. I think what would be really cool, and I know we posed this question last time, but as I've gone through my week, one of the things that has been becoming more and more abundantly clear to me is people feeling like they don't have someone in their network or in their communities that really understands or relates to the journey of growth that they're embarking on. And just today I had a conversation with an incredible young woman who was just like, Lara, no one in my life gets this. Like you are literally the first person that I've ever spoken to that actually sort of celebrates and understands and holds this space for me. And I think what would be really cool to hear from our community and all of our listeners about is what, like, how can we build LA World into something where people feel like this is such a safe space for them to connect, for them to talk about their goals, to talk about the difficult, dark side of it, which is what Anna and I have just shared a bit of a glimpse of the, just what's what's transpired in our weeks this week. And we just want to be able to provide that opportunity for people to connect into that. And so I think it would just be really great 
if you're listening to this, to like write into us, to message us, to DM us on Instagram and let us know what you would really gain value from in terms of like a community or going deeper with Anna and I, because I really believe that there's something more to this than we can probably express on the podcast. I love this. Like, yeah, what is what are the things that you want us to talk about? Because I think certain things are so second nature for you and I, the fact that we do celebrate each other with with so much enthusiasm and your success never takes away from my success and I'm never coming from an envious or jealous or competitive frame. There is zero competition between Lara and I. It's very much about... It's a very clean energy. It's very, very, mm. very clean. That's why this is so special and so unique because what we have cultivated has come from such a clean energy and it's because we're constantly doing the work, but we're also reinforcing really really positive behaviors between us. We are constantly gra- grateful for one another, like true gratitude, mm. not just the gratitude that's like, oh, you look beautiful. Like, it's, it's the gratitude that literally brings tears to our we, eyes. We, we <laughs> genuinely cry so frequently in our conversations yeah. to one another. And yeah, there is something so special in this. And I love I love that we have conversations with our community and yeah, I'd invite the space in if anyone feels, you know, compelled to ask us about certain parts of our relationships, how 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 we think about this relationship, our mindset towards certain things. I invite that in. I'd love mm. to love to explore that further with you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been fun. I feel like despite it being such a tough week for us, I'm so glad that I'm ending it with you and rounding out this week with an um, inspired conversation with you as always. And somehow, no matter how much I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get like ready and like can do the podcast today? Like, I don't know. Like I got to like, you know, really delve deep. It's just so healing for me. And Thank you for sharing all that you did with me and with us today. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you for being you and thank you for not cancelling. Thank you for being here. <laughs> and even if you cancelled, I would still love you. And, and thank you for you not cancelling oh too. God. I love that we still wanted to show up for each other. Because well, I kind of feel better <laughs> after the shitty week that I, I had. I knew I would feel better after I, I saw you. That I is the, the effect that we have on each other. So <laughs> I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for you. I love you yeah, so love much. You.